top. Here we go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> another friends without benefits midnight spectacular radio show radio without benefits unbeneficial radio i don't know what you want to call it we're here we're almost live and ready to uh entertain with the best of all as always that was Mr. White Trash Ninja. Ninja Beats! Jesus Christ. Didn't, experience, <laughs> didn't account for that. And then sound check. No, 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 no. Ninja Beats. There it is. Where's Max Senna when you need him? Working some bullshit event and making funny-ass tweets about it. Updates, whatever it is. Yeah. That's White Trash Ninja. I'm Cadet Edak. We are friends without benefits. Yeah, what's up? Here on BFF.FM. Um, rude. Ninja, where were you last week? What the fuck? You left me hanging, bro. Sorry, dog. I was out in the streets. Yeah. Grinding. Hustling. Filming kickflips over fountains at the fucking Levi's fountain. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, you're, uh, you really dropped the ball on that one. I told everyone you were out on Tinder dates. That's okay. I probably was, in my mind. <laughs> Date with a skater, boys. Oh, God. I don't even want to bring up Avril Lavigne on this fucking radio show. Why are you bringing up Avril Lavigne? Because I said skater boy, and then all that shitty song. Talking yeah. about Ragdoll. I, thought, I was told it was Tony Trujillo originally, but now I'm told it's Ragdoll. I don't know who to believe, but... What's Ragdoll? Ragdoll was some, like, scuzzy skater punk dude from that time period that I... That apparently ripped, but was a total fucking asshole. Oh, shit. I heard it was, uh... I heard, I heard it was, um... Fuck you, Lassic. Wrong. I heard it... <laughs> I heard it was Jacob Phelps. Ha! <laughs> Dude. Oh, man, he would ruin that poor little Canadian girl. Uh, well, you know. She'd be... Doing in her prime, in, in the her gutter, prime. in the TL right now. In her now. prime, who wouldn't? Um, and now she's been Krogered. God damn it, we have talked about this for far too long. Uh, what are we really talking today about? We're talking about Origins. And Chad Kroger. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, we're talking, you know, we're going to dive into old bands, old uh, musical stories, going digging in the uh, memory vaults. Or the crates, as you sh- as you will, the, the, the vinyl crates of our existence. Well, here's the here's the issue that we kind of have with that is if we give away previous bands, we give away identities. My other bands I didn't have an identity for. I wasn't fighting so much crime back then either. That's true. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some issues here. Maybe if I wouldn't have brought that shit up, nobody would have noticed. Who am I kidding? Nobody's listening anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we laugh because it's true. Um, anyways. Uh, well, I'll just talk about this. Uh, I've been in a few bands before this one. And uh, we were talking about just like old stories earlier. And the band Jawbreaker, local SF uh, Heroes was brought up because that was the first cover song I ever played in a band was Jawbreaker's Sluttering May 4th I was telling the story about how I was very scared about doing that cover song because there was the guy at the scene, his name is Adam Kuha and 
he was the guy that was like, he had the reputation of like, he's either going to love you or hate you. And once he hates you, man, you're fucked. And so I was so scared because he was a dude up front, arms folded, pissed off, like making sure you hit every note of that fucking solo, making sure everything was right on. And if you fucked up once, he's going to be like, oh, and he was always the guy. If you did the, if you did something right, you'd hear him clapping and be like, yay. Like that's, <laughs> you had a notorious, yay. The Adam Kuha, yay. Um, Adam Kuha. Yeah. That's what he sounds like. Like a bitch. <laughs> well, he's not. I actually, I got on his good side because he had a band called MS. And they were fucking great. Um, him, Heath Patterson, and Brandon. And, uh, it's funny, I knew a Keith Patterson. You knew a Keith Patterson. Not I know, a Heath Patterson, but a Keith I Patterson. I had Heath Patterson. And I, I just wanted to be that guy's friend. He sort of looked like Rivers Cuomo. Um, it's a great reason to want to be friends. <laughs> well, more he was just fucking funny. He was like a little smart. It was like Rivers Cuomo meets Austin Powers. Oh, I would used to call him Austin Powers, and he'd hate it. Why like, not Austin Cuomo? <laughs> I wasn't that smart back then. <laughs> um, he was the guy that showed me the knife originally, Heartbeats. And I was like, oh, this song's great. Oh, this was back in like 2004 or whatever. And he's like... Yeah, the song's good, but don't get the record. The rest of the record sucks. And, of course, I didn't listen to him. Bought the record. And I, I remember that was, like, one of the first albums I ever bought online. And, like, had it shipped to me. And I had this, like, shipped from Florida. Because you couldn't get it in Cheyenne. And um, I got the record. And I was like, oh, God, this thing sucks. And I was like, well, now what do I do? Can I ship it back? And, yeah, it was my first online purchase and online return all in one. All in one. Technology has brought us so far. What was some of the songs? What was your first cover song? You've been playing in music a lot longer. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, was this Jawbreaker experience, was this one of the first times you ever had played in front of anybody? Um, it was definitely my first band. My first band was when I was, like, 17. Mm -hmm. So this was... This is maybe the third show I'd ever played. Okay. So, actually, first thing I ever played in front of a group of people was at our... Recorder. Usual family uh, 4th of July party. Harmonica. No. Um, so, every year my family used to go to this bitchin' 4th of July party on this lake out in the middle of nowhere. And they had full band set up, barbecue pit, fucking rotation pig on a rotisserie cooking all day long like i'm talking this is the all-american celebration fireworks on the dock boat rides all day around the lake it's fucking good life um and yeah dude we were there and the band was on break and somehow my parents brought it up to everyone that their son had learned how to play the national anthem on the guitar. Oh, no. Now, here's my question. So there's little t little ninja. What? Oh, little ninja. Little ninja. We're going to have to put a sensor beep in this. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, little ninja sitting there. Fucking. Papa and Mama Ninja so proud. So proud. I had a mullet that summer, too. Oh, I had yeah. super long hair, nice. or at least was trying. Here's the question. And I played the national anthem in my swim trunks for the entire party. Did you do it straight, or did you try to Hendrix it? Oh, no, I just did it straight. Yeah. I was a little kid. I didn't know how to like do that shit yet. But that was the first time I ever played in front of anybody. Right. And just seeing how proud my... Uh, Parents were. parents were and like family friends because it wasn't like my aunts and uncles were there it was like family friends who threw this party mm -hmm. and just seeing how proud everyone was that this kid was learning how to shred now was it that you were learning how to shred or learning patriotism both but i learned how to shred because about nine months later i went and played in my first school talent show this is uh, like eighth grade, fourth grade, fourth grade. Jesus, that's what geez. I'm saying. I played the national anthem in front of everyone when I was like going into fourth grade. Forget about it, kid. And then I was in the fourth grade talent show, and me and Russell Sykes, oh. who was the Sykes. he was the fucking Steven Glansberg if, of uh, 
Steven Glansberg. Uh, do, do you remember that scene that? in Superbad where Jonah Hill's like, what, I got to sit here by myself and eat my dessert like I'm fucking Steven Glansberg? And it, like, <laughs> it, like, cuts to the shot of this, like, sketchy-ass kid eating by himself. That was Russell Sykes. He was just the weirdest kid. He was the Steven Glansberg. Oh. But he was the only... There were only, like, three kids in my grade who played drums in... Me and one of, like, the other kid who I'll get to in a minute, we weren't, like, talking at this point for whatever reason, because little kid shit, but we weren't playing together, and me and Russell Sykes decided to play Wipeout by the Surfaris. Oh, And I remember my parents, like, gave me this Hawaiian shirt and this, like, (laughs) blue tank top underneath. Like, I dressed all Hawaiian, and I looked like a fucking asshat. And all the girls, of course, made fun Loved of me in it. school. Uh, oh, they, they I'm sure they did. But they masked their horniness with hatred, <laughs> which has been a common theme my a whole common, life. A common thing to throw off the scent of love. Um, Let me put it this way. One girl who used to call me a disease. You're a disease. Oh, she used wow. to say, you're a disease, ninja. You're a disease. Gross. She always oh. now asks my mother how I'm doing, and I don't think I've seen that girl in, like, almost a decade. Well, joke's on her. Well, either way, um, Wipeout. Wipeout was the song, like, I would practice a lot of music, and a lot of the music that I'd play to, my dad had no idea. I was learning, um, like, Franz Ferdinand, White Stripes, Brand New, See, Blood this, Brothers. This was way later for this, me. Oh, or, or for or, you, rather. No, it was way later. So, like, he had no idea what the fuck I was playing. Um, but when I fucked around with the Wipeout drum beat, he, like, darted upstairs. He's like, is that Wipeout? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, do it again. Do it again. And I'm like, I'd do it again. And so your national anthem was my Wipeout. Or, like, we'd had the family over for some sort of barbecue or something. And like, hey, uh, his sister's name's Carol. My aunt, it's Aunt Carol. And, uh... You're like, hey, Carol, check this out. Like, do wipe out, do wipe out. And so I'd do the fucking boom, 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 you know, that thing. I didn't have a guitar player or anything. It was just the fucking drums to it. But, like, everyone was like, oh, wow, he can drum. <laughs> like, that was the song where it was like, there was no Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers didn't get them, even though that's far technically superior. It was like, oh, he can do wipe out? Nice. Well, wipe out was such a measure, especially when I was little, I feel like. That was a measure of how good you were at drums. Just like if you could play some ridiculous guitar riff or solo. Like well, well, my dad always wanted me to learn um, that shitty song, uh, "House of the Rising Sun." That's like another. For, oh, that's a, God, a first song worst. everybody learns. Oh, that's the worst. I hate that song. It's so depressing. The tone. I'm not playing that. I like it, but I remember learning that in like second or third grade. Well, let's, uh, what's another, we got two songs. Well, this, this was the next part of my story. Oh, sorry. And this, this leads. Intervene. Oh, no, don't even trip. This is what this is, yo! Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, so, the other drummer who I was closer friends with later on, like, this person would go on to be one of my best friends ever, and his name was Aaron. Mm-hmm. And... Aaron Gagnon, to be exact. And we somehow got paired up in fifth grade in the talent show. I don't think either of us were trying to play together, but I was doing a Nirvana medley. That was going to be my thing. I was going to play part of Polly into Smells Like Teen Spirit. fifth grade for you. Fifth grade. Into Come As You Are. Just all these Nirvana songs on the guitar. I'd never even heard of Nirvana at that point. Oh, I was in love Jeez. with Nirvana. So, either way, I'm going to do all these songs, and it's going to be whatever. I don't really care. And Aaron was going to do, not wipe out, but wipe in. <laughs> which was some sort of other related song, I guess. And he, within like, because this is how the talent show worked at my school. It would always be in April, mm-hmm. and rehearsals would start, like, right after February vacation. So you'd come back from winter break, and they would, everyone would have to go to the gym after school mm-hmm. for, like, 
two months to practice and run through their act. And the first like two, you had I was to doing this at thing. School. Yeah. Oh, geez. You'd practice till like five o'clock and you'd leave. Um, I did the Nirvana medley in front of everyone once or twice, and mm. it sucked dick. And I remember my mom even telling me it sucked. Honey. Dick. She didn't Honey, say those exact words, but it was inferred by her choice of words. Anyways, somehow me and Aaron got paired up together and decided to go in and play Smells Like Teen Spirit together. Mm-hmm. And to this day, it was one of the happiest experiences of my life. Nice. Um, simply because it, it, it just worked? or Well, I mean... It, Honestly, when I watched the video of it now that my parents took, it sucked. My guitar was kind of out of tune. I'd broken a string right before I went on stage. They had to call my guitar teacher out on the fucking microphone. Be like, if there is a Larry Williams in the room, please report to the office. And like, I didn't have an extra string. I broke a string right before I went out and I didn't know how to do a goddamn thing anymore. So it sounds like garbage. But, but... There was a couple things that made me happy. For one, it resurrected a friendship with somebody else I had been friends with for a long time in fifth grade. And second, um, it was a moment where I knew I was more talented than a lot of other kids I went to school with. (laughs) Uh, I mean that in the most egocentric way at this point. Oh, good. Um, Some truth. No, dude, like... Most of the kids in that talent show sucked. They like danced to In Sync or the Backstreet Boys, or did some gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Things they definitely don't really do or pursue anymore. Gymnastics. It was well. Why do you think that? Is? Of course, but I mean, essentially, that whole talent show was m- not about talent and more about parents going, ah, yeah. That was called the Christmas pageant for us. Well, we had that, too, and that was a totally different thing. But We didn't get a talent show until um, junior high school. Okay. Junior high. Okay. So this is when I – yeah, that hooch is strong today. Jeez Louise. Thank you, SF Streets, for hooking it up on the goddamn oh, whiskey. God. Good night. You what thought Ninja's that shit? chest was hairy before. He just took a swig of the strongest <gasps> – what is this? It's Jack on ice. Bullshit, man. What happened to the formula? Ugh. I've never been a fan of straight Jack. Oh, God, it hurts good. Um, Tim Beam is one thing. Jameson is obviously the best. Well, that's, I mean, the best of the worst. Jameson is um, high-end, low-end. Oh, God, that is just absolutely grating, isn't it? Um... Which don't uh, thank you, Jameson, for supporting Balanced Breakfast. We love you. Um, that's really annoying. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, okay. So I've lost my train of thought at I this haven't. point. So wrap this up so we have a fourth song in this block. What was the third? It smells like Teen Spirit. Oh. Because that's what I played. I, well, you were mentioning the whole medley. I don't know. It smells like Teen Spirit. Okay. Oh, I never got to that point, did I? No. I guess I... We played Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's the point. Uh, and later... I should mention this. Um, there was no talent show when I was in sixth grade. And then they tried to resurrect it when I was in seventh. And then that was the only year they tried it. Because, again, it was just mostly girls dancing to boy bands or mm-hmm. something. But at this time, it was different because puberty had kicked in. So the dance moves went from like, oh, it's cute. They're doing like somersaults to in sync. Strip club. Yes. Yeah. God. Correct. <laughs> why? Why the youth of this is why the youth of America screwed up. Dirty dancing. Man, Footloose. Was it Footloose? No, Dirty Dancing. Had it right. Dirty Dancing is where Patrick Swayze goes to the town and they're outlawed. No, that's you're combining that the two movies. That yeah, Footloose. that's Footloose. Yeah, that's Footloose had it right, man. You want to know why, why kids are being so corrupted these days? It's because all that damn dirty dance. There's a fucking song. This was brought to my attention this last week. There is a song with Jennifer Lopez and Iggy Azalea. I can't believe I'm mentioning this shit and know it exists. I am sad that I know that this is in the world. 
Iggy Azalea and J-Lo. And it's called, like, Booty Bump. And it's just, it's honestly, like, a, and it's a Hype Williams! It's Hype Williams directed the video. And it is literally four minutes of just Iggy Azalea and J-Lo close up. Not longer than two second shots of them just putting their asses on each other and bouncing. And it's like, booty bump, booty bump. Like... I didn't think you could get worse than that fucking Diplo song or what? Turn down for what? Or whoever the fuck that is. Little John with something where it's like the big wiener like going to town or whatever. It somehow got worse. Like, no wonder the kids are fucked. Look at what's being pushed on them. They should just listen to Nirvana. And they should listen to Jawbreaker. And that's what we're going to do, damn it.
the Tron. Where you don't know whether or not you're in a computer or the computer. I don't know, I've never seen Tron, but it looks really cool. And it sounds like this. And there are light suits. Some might call it going back to the future. You're not ready for this, but your kids are gonna love it. Oh, smells like Teen Spirit. Great tune. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as I was saying before we went to the music, that was what I played at the seventh grade talent show too. Yeah, yeah. You did it two years in a row. Well, no, oh, you fifth, didn't have sixth grade. Then yeah, not sixth, sixth then seventh. Um. One trick pony here, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but this time it was because we had a full band. We had to teach the song to two other people. So I played the solo mm -hmm. while someone played the chords, while someone played the bass, and Aaron was on the drums. You know what our band was called? Tell me. Willy Wonka and the Oompa Loompas. Oh, good. The what? Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas? Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas. Yeah. This is another one of your weird fucking Massachusetts things. It's Oompa Loompa. Oompa Loompa. Oompa Loompa. Yeah, dude. Whatever. Okay, you know it. This is like grocery. Grocery. Oh, you fucking suck my dick. Negative. Uh, anyways. Oompa Loompa. Yeah, we There's all... There's no use. So, the drummer was Wonka. He wore a top hat. <laughs> and a button-up shirt. And we were all the Oompa Loompas. And we wore khakis and blue vests and dyed our hair green. And do you have the orange face paint? We did not have orange face paint. Did you perform on your knees? We did not. Good. We sat in chairs. I could promise. <laughs> <laughs> your playing smells like teen spirit sitting down. <laughs> You're in seventh grade. We didn't know any better. No, that's Then fair. in eighth grade was the real shit. Jeez Louise, you had a talent show every fucking no, year. No, in eighth grade God. I had my first band. My first real band. Oh, here we go. Socks and sandals. Oh, jeez. You, you're so happy about that name. <laughs> I was. You still are. We you can matching, see it in your eyes. We had matching t-shirts and everything. Oh, well. We made them ourselves. DIY since day one, motherfucker. <laughs> we even had girls show up in shirts that said Socks and Sandals number one fan. Thanks, Amanda Miller. And yeah, we covered so many songs. Mm -hmm. We covered MXPX, Led Zeppelin, Blink-182, Nirvana again. Yeah. My, like, so the bands that I've been in, they wouldn't, most of them wouldn't let me cover, like, we didn't cover stuff that you knew. Like, I remember, like, the dude who taught me what I know about music um, and how to do it um, correctly, his name's Levi, he's a fucking master, brilliant man in Mass. he's in Massachusetts now, teaching. Uh, poetry guy, big video game guy, big music guy. And he, I remember before I was ever in a band with him, um, I saw him and <laughs> it was, I believe the band was called Prof Jojo, Prof XOXO. So it was Professor Hug and Kiss was the, <laughs> the band name. They covered Shellac's Dear God, which was just like, Oh, that was super powerful, man. That was like, oh, that was great. Um, but like, so we covered that. We covered, I remember writing Les Savi Fave. If it was okay, I asked permission to cover one of their songs. I believe we did The Sweat Descends. Um, and then what else did we cover? Like, we wouldn't cover very much. Um... And then, let's see here. Band after that. Um, oh, we would... Um, so I was in a band with a, ooh, with a Dylan as well. And 
We did a Liam Finn cover, which was pretty good. We did an Ar Arcade Fire cover yeah. as a duo. It was pretty sweet. We did Black Mirror. Um, oh, that's tight. Yeah, it, we didn't, we didn't, that was a good one. Um, and then, let's see here. The other band I was in, did we cover? I know we did. I just can't really remember. Oh, we always wanted to cover... Q Lazarus Goodbye Horses Carolyn and I did and we never actually got around to playing that shit live and it bums me out because that would have been fucking great um do you know it do it it's a little faster oh it's fast oh you're not. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. Well, <laughs> you know, good shot. Well, um, I mean, covers are great. And I mean, essentially, my first band was nothing but a cover you're band. You're a cover band. We just, we learned a bunch of punk, like pop punk songs to play in front of our school. Mm -hmm. And then come ninth grade, we all had drastically different tastes. Mm -hmm. We weren't all into... I was the only one still into punk at that point. They were all becoming it. Like, Dylan, the bass player, who, like, went on to be one of the best bass players in the state of Massachusetts. Um, he was becoming jazz-oriented. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And he won all these, like, awards and shit for his technique. And then Aaron was getting all into, like, prog rock. He loved Neil um. Peart. Mike Portnoy, that dude. Okay. Yeah, they loved that shit. So we went our several ways, and I really wasn't in a band again until I went to college, and we were still just kind of like a fuckery band, and we were called EJI. EJI. Stands for e Evil Jew Infiltrates Hippies. EJI. H. H. Evil Jew Infiltrates Hippies. Okay. You can play one of our songs when we go to the... There's one song that I believe exists on YouTube. Uh, and we just were like... Yeah. It was the closest thing I've ever been to a jam band. Because it was just like four or five of us, depending on our lineup, um, just jamming. Like, we we did a Smells Like Teen Spirit jam. We of would course you did, we motherfucker. We on Teen Spirit Bless for like it. ten minutes. Uh. We did an Enter Sandman jam, too. That one was always sick. No, not finding it. Well, whatever. I'll. I know how to you, find yeah. it. I'll. I'll search for it. But either way, um, that was my college band, and we were fake. It wasn't actually till I moved to California that I started to have real bands who took it semi-seriously. I never was in a band that really took it seriously until this one, and that's. But you at least wrote for... songs. Like, oh well, yeah. We didn't, that's what I'm saying. I, didn't, I wasn't even in bands that wrote songs. Like, Socks and Sandals had two songs. Guess what? They both sucked. Oh, but shit. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to mention this. I had fake bands. You had fake bands. Oh, this is like your bullshit. Oh, I know where you're going with this one. That damn... Oh, Glockenspiel <laughs> bullshit. Oh, yes. the worst. Bowie oh, my God! Doug Rugby! Doug Rugby in Big... Okay, I'm going to jump in and <laughs> stop you because I remember doing a bullshit band with my buddy Jake Staley. He was my improv guy. And I would, like, play chord progressions of popular songs and we just looked... We'd Google, like, bad poetry. And he would just bring up bad poems and essentially sing the bad poems over the chords like there was one called doug rugby what the fuck doug rugby well dude <laughs> oh god i wish i had the oh oh i wish i had the fucking song man doug rugby um <laughs> Damn it. This is going to be only funny to me. Uh, that's all right. 
It's All right. Me to watch you think this is really funny. <laughs> this is great to me. I can't I haven't wait thought to talk about, about Bowie in a straw hat. No, dog. that that's the one. That's the one you're thinking of. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, Bowie in a straw. Oh, are you gonna play it via your phone and make it even worse? Um, no, the Bowie in a straw hat was me and my cousin's band. My cousin came to stay with us for a week, and we wrote like five songs and just made them up on the spot. And that started to be what we did every time we hung out. We'd just write these bullshit songs. The formula was he'd make up the lyrics on the spot. We'd pick a shitty topic. We had a song called Pretzels and Old Ladies, and it was about shoving pretzels down old ladies' throat at the senior homes. Wordsmiths. Yeah. My brother played trombone on that one. <laughs> well, hey, I like the trombone. But, uh, yeah, dude, Bowie in a Straw Hat was the worst thing ever. And... We had like a couple gems of songs that we made, and it was all total bullshit. There was it was just us fucking around on the computer. See, but I never had that band. I wish I did. My favorite story. Some would say this band is that band. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite story ever about William Straw Hat is my cousin went to school one day, and he had a bunch of CDs. And he's like, "Who wants to buy a CD by Bowie and a Straw Hat?" And everyone's like, "Ah, oh, that sounds stupid." And he's like. Who wants to buy a CD by Amish Rake Fight? And they're like, oh, that sounds sick. He just Amish cha- Rake Fight. He changed our name simply so he could sell CDs. So he called me up that night. He's like, dude, we're Amish, Amish Rake, Rake Fight, fight now. <laughs> Amish Rake Fight. It's going to work. <laughs> but gonna wake work. up, dude. That was our jam. We, we... And when that's the other thing. We started at the same time as his friends started their emo band called One More. They were also a two-piece, and it was just them recording guitar and bass and vocals on a boombox. And those songs, to this day, are still some of, like, the best, like, friend band songs I've ever heard in my life. They're so shitty quality, but they were so catchy and, like, innocent and awesome. There's a sense of, you know, uh, authenticity there that you just don't see much. So I want to hear your fake band. If I man, I really, really wish that um, I had the music for it. I don't know that I do. I can maybe check an old. Um, I can maybe check out the uh, my old computer and see if it's on there. But I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I really wish I could find that, though. Well, shit, let's play some of our shit we just said, and then when we get back, we'll talk about the first, like, real bands we were in. All right. Oh, I'm full of the 
that's a fun trip down memory lane. Um, we're back. We're closing the end of this uh, hour. Taking a trip, talking about cover songs, songs we used to do in bands past. Um, I mean, this is obviously going to have to go into next week. Getting into bands that we've actually played in in the past. Talk about that real shit. Yeah. That fucking hard shit. Shit that slaps. Shit that baps, waps, taps, and slaps. I've never understood the hard. Like, oh, I'm so hard. Like, that just sounds like you got a boner. What, what, what is... You're from the streets, Ninja. What, um... What, is, what does it mean to be hard? Credibility. Why? What, why is hard credible? sounds like an erect penis. Like, oh, I'm soft. I'm, well, I'm sorry you're flaccid. Don't drink so much whiskey. Yeah, you got nothing for it. Okay. That's good. Hmm. There's nothing better to listen to than the sounds of people eating. Um, That's right. Why I'm eating soup right now. I'm hungry. Gotta go to a show. Here in a bit. Gonna do double duty. Um, Ninja, what uh, what are your thoughts for this week? Wraps up, conclusions, things you want to let people know. You want to promo anything? You want to shout out to anything? Yeah, shout out to the new Vans video that's coming out tonight. Premiere is going down in Los Angeles. On uh. Thursday at midnight? Tonight? Damn it, you're right. It's Thursday at midnight. Damn it. So you mean you saw the video after it was streamed online and you dug it? Let's hope so, because i got to stand Botch. on my words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to SF Streets for a fucking big bag of dicks in his room. He means Pringles and whiskey. And uh, shout out to motherfucking... The whole gang. The whole gang. Do you want to get specific on that? No, nope, just the whole gang. The old gang and the whole gang. The whole old gang. Um, let's see here. I want to say hi to some people. I want to say hi to uh, Rebecca. Romaine? Sure. I want to say hi to uh, Tim. Good, a big shout out to Alan. Um, Huey, I'd like to say hi to, uh, Humphreys. Oh yeah, shout out to fucking Betsy Hagopian on the X-Files. There you go. Um, Jillian, with a G and a J. She uses both. Uh, we'll do a shout out to, uh, oh, who else? I guess we gotta do real shout outs, huh? Uh, they don't have to do anything, it's our show. Uh, rude fucking rude shout out to being rude shout out to indigestion shout out to Bino and Dino Spumoni. Dino Bam Bam uh, gonna give a big ol shout out yeah we'll give a sh- uh, shout out to Big Poly Films <laughs> the only real person I've said this so far um we're going to give a shout-out to Balanced Breakfast, to BFF.FM, to Martin Hirschland, and uh, the Pasco Radio Show, Live and Local, the Feelies, everybody on BFF.FM, Cracked Machine, Ben. These guys are all great. We don't really ever get to see these guys because we record this show off-site ahead of time, but we love you. We listen to you. Um... And we thank you for letting us share, be a part of your station. We want to thank to all three of you that listen. Word to your mother. Uh, we have heard from at least one of you that you find this very enjoyable. So we're going to keep doing it. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to talk about old bands. We love you. Bye-bye.